0: Welcome to today's podcast. All right, some of you have been asking me about Amazon, about DIY kits and how to sell them. So I actually decided to bring in someone who's done both. This episode, I'm bringing in Dave Lindenbaum. And if you don't know him, get ready. You know how a lot of people say gold is being dropped? when someone says something cool, he's gonna dive into how he legally, yes, legally, collects emails from Amazon. Some of you know, Amazon doesn't let you collect emails. In fact, they can shut you down, but the way he does it, you're gonna actually be able to experience it. And then he's also gonna dive in to how he started his own DIY kit company. He is the king of DIY kits. I know when I started Pick Your Plum, I had some kits here and there, and it was really kind of just this awkwardness of trying to pull things together well, Dave talks about that same thing about how he put his product out and then how he started building it, and now how it has truly become the number one DIY selling kit on Amazon. And he dives in, pulls back the curtain so that you can do things like this as well. So get ready. We're diving in to today's podcast episode with Dave. Hey, hey, you are listening to the Because I Can Life Podcast, where we believe we can decide our own income, choose happiness, kick bear in the teeth, and never, ever stop. Why? Because we can. I'm your host, Allison J. Prince, and I went from being a junior high science teacher to building four online multi-million dollar businesses with four kids at my feet. Each week, I'm bringing you real conversations that have led me, as well as other experts, to step into our dream online Business lifestyle so that you can get the answers you need to craft your because I can life as well. Take that first step and commit now to your because I can life by downloading your free personal bundle at alisonjprince.com forward slash bundle. All right, Dave. I'm so excited you are here. Okay, but will you introduce yourself and tell my listeners why I think that you are a rock star and honestly, like, I asked you to speak at ClanCon. I think you are what the world needs, what my world, what my Because I Can life people need. And so if you'll just tell us a little bit about your history, then we can dive into some of the magic or the gold that you shower on everybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, first off, it's just an honor to, uh, to be talking with you. I love every chance we get to speak. And then also an honor to get to speak. Uh, at your event, it's going to be amazing. So I wish I should have probably pre-wrote this out to make it sound polished. So I apologize. That's usually uh-huh. not my nature. You don't need <laughs> polished stuff, Dave. You're good.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and but I, I was going to say, like you know, but that's not what life is. That's not what business is. It's, it's kind of a beautiful mess. And um, right. and I, yeah, I got I got started in. I know it's hard to believe, but you know, growing up, I was the good student. was an athlete. And I went to college for finance. I got a job uh, right out of college for uh, J.P. Morgan in New York City, Manhattan, and kind of like just checking off all the boxes I was supposed to be doing in, uh, in life, or I thought I was supposed to be doing. Um, and um, my first day at work was September 11th, uh, 2001, so uh, 9-11. And my um, train, I was living in Hoboken at the time, I don't know if I ever shared this with you i might have but i have um, heard it keep going keep going well okay i just felt compelled that's really interesting i um so anyway so I, i'm sharing this with you guys because where you are doesn't necessarily mean where you're going and you never know where that may lead you hopefully people don't have to experience a tragedy like this ever but um I had no business being in the World Trade Center that day. Um, I lived in Hoboken, New Jersey, which is on the other side of the Hudson River. If you look where the Statue of Liberty is, it's like on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and my job was at, I was on Wall Street, which is a, you know, a couple blocks away from the World Trade Center. But the only reason why I was there that day is because when I commuted, I took this uh, train, this underground train called the Path Train that went under the, uh, the Hudson River. The stop that I get off in is the World Trade Center. And this is my first day of work. And I remember going up those escalators and people were like just running like crazy. And I, me being me, I love music. So I was listening to my headphones and I just thought, well, welcome to the madness of the financial district in New York city. I just thought this was like a typical Tuesday that people are just running like crazy to get to work. Uh, and then I finally took my headphones off and understood what the situation was. And I wish I could say like the next day I decided to change my life, but it took another two years of being in finance and working not a 9 to 5 a 9 to 12 a 9 to 2 in the morning to realize like there's got to be more to life. The interesting thing is I remember one day like a like a random wednesday asking my boss telling him like hey can I talk to you for a second? And we were both working late and he's like sure and I I was like hey you know I'm thinking about leaving. And what followed next was so interesting. I thought I was kind of expecting like you know, some praise, like, what are you, like, crazy, like, you're amazing, like, you're gonna make, you're making a huge mistake, these are kind of the things, like, when I shared with my parents and my friends, all of them were supportive, you know, my my parents were always supportive of me figuring out my life, but they were also parents, you know, and and they won one of the best three, and so it was always kind of, like, a cautious thing, but this guy, who was my boss, he's, like, when I shared that with him, he's, like, come in, come into my office, I came into his office, and he's, like, He's like, listen, if you're thinking about leaving, you need to leave as fast as possible. And then he, like what, like I was this guy then, and this was my boss, you know, we had a good relationship, but we never really had a personal relationship. He began to share his life with me. And he's like, if you don't leave now, you're going to end up like me. And the guy oh was gosh. in his late. Probably mid 40s, which is, I just turned 40. And so it's so interesting to like now look back on that. Because if I stayed, maybe I would have been that guy. Maybe somebody um, who was 22 years old, 23 years old would have, had, you know, said this to me. He's like, look, you're going to keep making more money. So you're going to keep spending that money to justify being trapped. And wow. yeah, it was insane. And so that really really was the deciding really was the moment I decided I don't know what else I'm going to do but I know it's not this and I know I I'm going to figure it out I'm going to figure it out not by thinking I'm going to figure it out by doing
0: that and that's why I resonate good with your advice. message
1: yeah and I resonate with your message so much because this idea of like you don't need like the because I can is such a great permission slip To just do it, yeah, Yeah. and you don't need to wait till you know. There's other. I know people in life that know exactly what they wanted to do, what they you know. Like I have friends, like you know, when they were six years old, they were playing with dolls and fixing them as a doctor. Now they're doctors. It's amazing. Like they literally knew exactly what they wanted to do, but I wasn't like that, and I still gave myself permission because I could, because I could do it, and I had the potential to do it. And it's much easier to change direction when you're already moving. You know. Agreed. Agreed yeah so fast forward i uh I took a couple of years to travel the world i travel cross country america uh, with a tour guide which was a lot of fun I know that. yeah I was a tour guide for uh
0: were you married at that time
1: no it's so many of my I, have you ever do you have any of do you ever have like jobs that you look back on when you were let's say a kid I've, obviously the teacher part is makes complete sense because you're such a nurturer and you're such a teacher um, but other jobs like when i i used to be a server i used to be wait yep. wait tables and was a busboy. Those those things, I'm so grateful for because they're such great skill sets to have in what I do today. And um, anyway, fast forward, what I do today is I, I came to Los Angeles because I was on this team tour because it brought me cross, cross country from New York to LA. And I just fell in love with Los Angeles. Came home, told my parents I was going to move out here to become an agent. Even though I knew I was not going to be an agent, I figured if I say that, then at least they don't have to you know, worry as much about me, like I had some game plan. Came out here, did not know a single person. I volunteered in an assisted living community. While I was there, I met a gentleman who owned a tea company. I was his first hire. Um, after knowing him for a week, I just started working with him. That guy went on to build a massive uh, tea company. He serves some incredible uh, high end restaurants and hotel chains and on uh, cruise ships. And I went on to um, fall in love with tea. And one day I drank something called kombucha. Uh, A lot of people might know about it now. 13 years ago, most people did not know about it. And um, I just fell in love with kombucha. I had uh, acid reflux uh, at the time. I drank this kombucha. And literally like 10 days later, after drinking a bottle each day, I got rid of all my Prilosex, Nexium, all of my prescription drugs regarding um, acid reflux. However, kombucha was super expensive.
0: Did you know, I thought your name was actually Dave Kumbacha the first time I met you. I'm just putting it out there.
1: <laughs> so for the SEO geeks, back in the day, you could, could have like gained Facebook. I, you still might be able to do it a little bit. But basically, you know, the idea of meta tags and keywords stuffing and stuff like that. So I used the word kombucha every and any chance I could get, including when this thing called Facebook <laughs> came up on the interwebs. I was like, it asked for my middle name. And I, every time I saw a field... I'd enter that word and then it just kind of stuck. It's super funny. You really thought that was my middle name?
0: I did. No, no. I thought that was your real name. Not your middle name, but like your real name. I didn't even see your last name.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh gosh. Chris, <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, no, it was just me trying to be creative and, um, and rank higher <laughs> for my I'm website. Totally stuck. Um,
0: it's totally stuck. Now all oh the listeners will be like Googling your name. I will put the real name in the show notes so you can actually find him. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, um yeah, it's kind of endearing now though. So i am for now it's it's being kept. I mean, I, we might switch that to Dave hot sauce making kit because uh as my companies have grown. But yeah, anyway, I love this stuff. The problem was it was really expensive to buy at the store. And so I taught myself how to make it at home. And then I realized, wow, you know, if I can make it at home, I wonder if other people also want to make it at home. And so lots of things came together because I started learning about entrepreneur entrepreneurialism, still so trying to figure out how to pronounce it. Right. Um, so through working with this guy that owned a tea company. As much as I learned about tea, I learned about just taking your flag and sticking it in the stand and just doing it and owning it and becoming okay. it. And you don't need he this guy did not go to school. He went to like a you know alternative wellness school, but he didn't go to an official college, he didn't have fancy degrees and but he just did it because he could. And I learned more about from that than my finance degrees and for my time at JP Morgan doing uh, internal consulting with them for two years. It's just right, just just yep. claim your destiny. And you know obviously you know this more than anybody and your students know this. So it's like between that and then also at the time I got really into online marketing. Plus I then found a problem that I had. I solved it for myself and then I put that out in the marketplace to see if other people had the same problem. And so I started creating these little kits to make homemade kombucha and I started very humble that's the thing guys like I started selling these kits on Craigslist and when somebody bought it I would drive to their house (laughs) definitely not a scalable business model but I drive to the house (laughs) and I would set it up yeah you know what's crazy we've we've talked hours and hours and hours I don't think we've ever Uh -uh. like I actually yeah really unpacked it like this I love it. it's so crazy I haven't thought about it until you asked me the question of how this whole thing got started. And I remember making my first $300 in a month and I called my parents and I'm like, guys, you don't have to worry about me anymore. I made $300 <laughs> this month. And mind you, I was making, you know, almost six figures right out of college working in, you know, in finance. Uh, and, but I knew, and dough. that's the thing. I said, now
0: you're rolling in the dough with your
1: $300. Rolling in the dough. But you know, why, why was that so important though?
0: You believed in yourself you learn the basis of what all entrepreneurs need to learn and you saw it happen. You put your flag in the sand, you owned it and you made money from it.
1: Yep. And it's like, and I'm not sure if you've ever had this bulb moment or anyone listening, but this is the thought process. I said, if I can make $300, I can make $3,000. And if I can make $3,000 in a month, I can make $30,000 in a month. And if I can make $30,000 in a month, I can make $300,000 in a month. And my friends, you were listening, that was the biggest light bulb and it came true. Lots of hard work, lots of time between those multiples, but it's that belief that you, and it's a belief from an action that you took that caused that belief. See, that's the thing. I'm, I'm actually not a, I struggle with belief, just belief in general. But if you take an action that caused that belief, For me, that is the most powerful belief because you actually saw the result of your labor or of your actions or whatever you want to call it. That is so good. Yeah. And so that led to um, opening, being kind of a serial entrepreneur. I, uh, I realized that not what I was selling wasn't just making kombucha. I was selling the experience, the empowerment, the ownership of creating something. And then I said to myself, after a couple of years of Get Kombucha, I said, well, hmm, what else? What are other experiences i could put in a box for people to to make to own right and that's how the next company diy gift kits were born and uh, that business is now completely overshadowed the get kombucha.com business uh, we make hot sauce making kits bath bomb making kits uh, lip balm making kits our newest product i'm super excited about And uh, you guys will be too. We'll share that with you a little later on. But I'll share with you why you'll be excited. But it's an elderberry-making kit to make elderberry syrup. And I just haven't stopped ever since.
0: I have the elderberry kit sitting right next to me. And it looks amazing. The detail that you put into these kits, Dave, phenomenal.
1: Thank you. You know, what I realized was that this isn't for everybody. And I totally get that. You have to find the thing that motivates you. But your whatever your passion is, it can be expressed through your business. And so let me let me say it again because there's Allison knows me. I'm a pretty creative guy. I like being silly. I like writing fun songs. I like uh, entertaining. Right? I really am a performer. And um, in another lifetime, I probably would have just been a musician, and I would have made twenty grand a year, uh, going to bars and playing that lifestyle though. is conducive. Yeah. It, it, it's not conducive for a family. And, but instead of saying like, Oh man, I gave up on my dreams. Now I, now I create these fun songs and entertaining as marketing for my business. And so my business is an ability for me to express who I am and, and w- what I enjoy in life. You know, I, I challenge people who, you know, that if you have a business, right you're not selling the product, you're selling yourself and you're selling your gifts. The real gift is you. And it's okay to become more of who you are and use your business as the vehicle to fuel that, you know, to grow that business because you will be more fulfilled. But the fun part, the really cool part is, you're actually gonna make more money. Like, you're actually gonna be able to reach more people, impact more people through your natural gifts when they're just kind of like expressed through that business.
0: Okay, so can I add on to that? So, guess you are an entertainer, and you do do these amazing songs, which are hilarious. But your products also represent that, like your hot sauce kit. I remember making that with my children about six months ago, and you provided us entertainment through your product through using your product. We laughed, we spilled, we put it on our tongue. We were looking for milk because our mouth was on fire, like. It goes through the whole entire line of the products that you sell, which is amazing. That's why we love them,
1: Allison. That's such a good point, and I sometimes forget about that. Thank you. We put a lot of pride in those things. Like, as you could, you know, you know, that's a great point. That if you are selling physical products, remember, like, there are people on the other end that are like you're bringing so much joy to through those, through those products. So thank you. Thank you for, I sometimes, you know, you know, as our business grows, unfortunately I don't have the capacity to drive to every home that orders our stuff to, uh, <laughs> to not, deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, my poor wife, hey honey, gonna be home in uh, three years from now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So
0: can I ask you a couple of questions about the kit since we're on that? Absolutely.
1: That. Yeah, for sure.
0: When you decided, you know what, I'm going to make this hot sauce kit or this elder bear. Wait, which, what was your very first kit that you made?
1: The very first kit was the bath bomb making kit. Okay. The, bath bomb kits.
0: the bath bomb kit. How did you know what to put together? What would work? How to find all the pieces? Because you can go on Amazon, you can just buy bath bombs, right? So what was the inspiration? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think we just found the inspiration that your entertainment ability you wanted to run through your customers hands too but how did you know how to put a kit together and get all the pieces instructions bottles like it is an amazing beautiful kit i'm sure you just didn't start out with this uh, this beautiful prototype from day one how did you start out with that
1: oh my goodness i'm so glad you asked that i know it sounds like um you're going to like you know on the tonight show how like the guest already knows the questions they're going to be asked Guys, I promise you, Allison, I did not know Allison was going to ask you that question. Surprise, a surprise. It, <laughs> it's such a great question and because it's going to be so helpful for, for people that are listening on, on how, to, how to do this the right way. And so here's the thing. As creative as I am and as fulfilled as I am just on my own things, like I would just get joy out of creating anything. You would be remiss not to let the marketplace do most of the heavy lifting for you. And so, for get kombucha, to be fair, it was pretty much just I wanted to do this, but I became a little bit more strategic. Remember, my background isn't finance, so I do know data numbers as much as I don't want to admit that. I just want to come off as just a <clears throat> just this creative fun guy. But and so, the first thing is you don't have to be first in terms of the first product you have to be first in terms of the first innovative product or the first of your product so at the time when i had the epiphany of like kits like okay it's not just people are into kombucha people are into making things through a kit let me do some research on the most popular kits and we could talk about this you know uh we'll talk about this more about pros and cons of let's say amazon other people's marketplaces but the one thing for sure is Amazon, whether you're selling on Amazon or not, is free market research, right? And so yes. I didn't I, – they have all these fancy tools nowadays, but I just simply – and you could do the fancy tools, but I simply um, typed in the word kit, and I typed in like kit A or kit B or B kit. You know, like in Google, um, if you start typing in something, it like kind of knows – like suggest what you should type in next well amazon does that too and it wasn't a very sophisticated thing but that's what i did and um bath bomb was the number one thing um in the realm i mean they had like battery kits or science kits but i knew i wanted to keep it with the let's say um experience and consumable you know even though it's not like a supplement which is hyper consumable these bath bombs are going to make them and then they're going to use them, and hopefully they're going to make them again. So that was kind of like so, – so step number one is have some type of bumpers so you're, you're staying in some lean. Step number two is leverage other people's marketplaces that have already done the work for you regarding research to see what is the most popular things. Step number three for going down the Amazon funnel for a second is look at the competitor's products. And look at the five star reviews but also look at the one and two star reviews because those one and two star reviews are going to tell you exactly what the customer actually wants so I went on my competitors um, site and they said that the instructions were really bad and so that's why our instructions are super awesome like we spent a lot of time we've, I can't tell you how many times how many bath bombs we've made to perfect these recipes we just don't like Google a recipe, copy and paste it, and, and call it our own. Like, we actually have a kitchen and we make a I mean, it's a tough job, right? Making a bunch of bath bombs and uh, bombs, right? <laughs> Um and, and, uh, step number four is go to the Amazon also has a question and answer. So, read those questions and see what customers are asking. Step five is buy those products take your credit card out and actually buy those products and hold it in your hand see how the packaging looks like see what the contents are see how it's you know what the experience is see if there's any inserts in there see how they're actually following up with you right like are there any email follow-ups and things like that and so that's your research and then it's bootstrapping it right because what i've seen is and i have a course on this called brand with profits and so it's a little play on words is I like a little word play. So it's brand with profits. So you're basically you're branding with the profits. It's like gambling with the casino's money, like after you right, like, like taking your winnings and reinvesting it. And the reason for that is if you go out of the gate and try to make the most perfect product, and this goes with, with anything you do in life, right? This goes with like starting a diet or exercise routine. This goes with, um, doing a coaching business or whatever, whatever it is. Um, you will never be great right out of the gate because you don't know the marketplace is going to tell you and you're going to continue to make it better and better. That's number one. Number two is sometimes people will, what is it like? Perfection is the the poison of, of life. Or I don't know. I I might, I literally might've just made that up, but the idea is like done is better than perfect because if you wait until it's amazing, you're going to spend so much money, but more importantly, you're going to be spending so much time. And then you're going to have so much pressure that it has to work right out of the gate. Yep. Okay. And so what we did was, and um, just give you an example, just because I know like your listeners, you got people that are kind of like broad and want to hear some, maybe some mindset and stories, but there's some people like, tell me like specific little loopholes and tactics. So I want to, I want to serve those people as well. And so boxes, right. The box that we purchased was a very generic box because you could buy them. Like you don't have to spend a, a huge quantity to get the discount pricing on those things. and, you and I can geek out on this all day long. The boxes are generic. These guys made billions of them. So they're willing to give you, let's say, a discount that would normally you'd have to buy 10,000 boxes. They would give you that price for only buying 500 boxes because uh, they have so much. I think Uline was the original company that we used. And so what we did was we had a box, and then we, but to make it a brand, we put a sticker on the box. So it still looked branded. Um, instead of doing a custom printing on the box, we did a sticker. Then the next iteration, and I'm just talking about the box, we did so many iterations of the the content inside, but just talking about the box itself, a brand with profits, we made some money on that, we tested the marketplace, people seemed to like it, and I said, great, now let's continue to brand with profits. And the second iteration was, we had a printed box. And so we had a, a box that we had printing on every iteration was a printed also on the inside. So we made the box in part of the experience when they open it up every nook and cranny of this box. And, you know, well, you guys really need to hold this in your hand to see it. The flaps are like, you know, get ready. And it, it has little trust symbols of like, make it, you know, because it's DIY gift kits and you're making it, it's like, make it authentic, make it fun, make it with family, make it yours, make it together. And uh, every time you pull this box open different flaps and then finally we got a custom side box because our volume was so you know high that just shaving off some space we're allowed to ship more product in and um, it was worth the investment of getting a custom box made to save the let's say if we could ship an extra 10 boxes for the same price of shipping but if we did it if we right out of the gate did it that way we would have never got this off the ground and so that's why when you start this, you know, whether you are private labeling, whether you are dropshipping, you know, how can you just add a little bit of authenticity to that product, whether it's, it could just be a sticker, right? I know like you teach them amazing little easy things to implement that, that just give that extra piece of personality and authenticity. So that's the evolution of our, of our boxes. And obviously I could talk all day about the, the contents inside.
0: Yeah, I remember when you actually put your designs on Facebook and asked us to vote on our favorite design. So you got us involved. We're in a a Facebook group together. You got the group involved in helping you to make your decisions. And I just thought that was brilliant how you did it. And we got to see this, what you said, the evolution of these boxes coming because I remember getting some with the box and the sticker. And now this elderberry kit is beautiful. And you're right. I open it up and the whole thing is an experience. And I love that you started out with the bare bones so that you could have enough money to buy the experience for us. You did a good job. Wow. Really good job. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Thank you. It's come come a long way, but uh, yes, I strongly believe that's the way to do it unless, you know, unless... Yeah, VC funding or something like that. And somebody wants to throw, you know, $5 million into your business. But even then, I don't think it's the right way. I know? don't
0: either. I don't either. Okay. So I have a feeling Dave, we've got a lot of people drooling over your kits. Is there, i actually, I'm just going to ask you, but I already know you do. Is there any way that, how do my readers get this product into their hand? And then I know you've got a little special for them as well.
1: Yes, 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 yes. So This is going to be really fun because I'm really forcing you guys to not just get an incredible product, but to get an experience, not just on the fun product side, but on the marketing side. And so I'm going to, and the best way to learn something is to do something. So I'm going to invite you for a really cool opportunity. But first, let me just explain something because Alison and I, we go back and forth about, you know, whether to build your business on someone else's property or build it on your own. And um, for me, you know, it's like, well, do both, right? Like, but, and so I'm alluding to Amazon, you know, a big, big, big um, chunk of our revenue still comes from Amazon. And it's a love-hate relationship with Jeff Bezos, right? Um, <laughs> yes, and yes. and uh, for sure, even while that's happening, we are relentless out of building our own Shopify and our own um, funnels and building a building on our own property, Um, But at the same time, lots of people are hanging out over on that person's property. And if they're going there anyway, we want to offer them our stuff. And so here's the one thing you need to do if you are selling your products on Amazon or selling your products on a marketplace that you do not own, or at least considering doing that in the future. And it's something called a bridge page. And a bridge page is basically what it sounds like, a bridge connecting your traffic source to your marketplace source, especially if you do not own that marketplace source. <clears throat> and it's simply um, a page to continue to build that relationship with your customer before you send them to that marketplace where, you know, Amazon does not consider those customers as our customers. They consider their customers, those customers as their customers. And To be fair, you know, they're right. I mean, I, or if I was them, I would also think, that was the way to view it. And so that bridge page is an opportunity to continue to build know, like, and trust, capture an email address so that you can continue that conversation, that relationship. I, uh, I'm not sure if you guys know, but people that purchase on Amazon, uh, we do not get their email addresses. We get like the gobbledygook, you know, 592ZXY at amazon.com email address. And Amazon's very strict in how you can communicate on that email address that Amazon owns. However, if you build this bridge page, It gives you the opportunity to continue to give value, maybe through a video, through a a discount code, through more instructions, through other people's stories, uh, before they continue on and cross over to the other side, so to speak. And I could not think of a better way to um, show you what that looks like and how we do it than to offer a special link that, I'm sure, Allison, maybe you could put it in the show notes or something.
0: Yep, I'll put it in the show notes. Absolutely.
1: Awesome. Cool. Cool. And, uh, and giving away our newest product, this elderberry syrup making kit, we'll give it away for an awesome discount for you guys. And that link, that secret link is going to go to an actual working bridge page that you get to see it in action. It's going to ask for your email address, uh, to send you that discount code. But, uh, more importantly, like these products are incredible. You're going to enjoy them, but I hope that you get to see the, see the product itself like see it i guess from two lenses right from the consumer point of view because we sell great stuff but i also want you to see it through the marketer through the business owner point of view of what i'm actually doing and in fact at your event allison i'm going to be speaking about brand with profits and literally dissecting if you will uh this elderberry syrup making kit um and i will offer the people that claim it There'll be more information on this bridge page, but basically I'll I'll give everybody access to this training as well. You know, it's a $9.97 training and um, because I'm the biggest fan of you and what you've done, I'm just happy to contribute um, to your students because they're just so incredible. So So,
0: Dave, you literally have built the thing that I want my followers, my listeners to see. Some people are like, I want to sell on Amazon, but I can't get their email and Putting your whole business on Amazon, I feel, is too risky. And I know you feel that way too. So by having this bridge page, you're still allowing yourself to get that stream of revenue, but you're also growing your brand and your connection with your customers. So you that are listening, you have to just go experience how Dave has this set up and take mad notes on what he is giving, what he is showing us, so that you can replicate this process if you were to sell on Amazon, if you were to sell on other deal sites. Not all deal sites will work, but this is a perfect example of, of what you can do if you want to sell on Amazon.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited to share it. And this is something I, I, like I said, it's either, you know, it's a transactional thing or I just don't share it. So I'm really excited to help Give your peeps a little bit of an, of an advantage over other Amazon sellers so that oh, they nice. can continue to build their house on their land.
0: Yeah, like I just want to cheer, <laughs> Dave. I just want to cheer with that one.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: so much for being here. I will leave the link. I will leave the discount code. Like I will leave it all in the show notes because you need to go experience it. You've heard the story. You've experienced the story. Now you need to go experience the marketing, the product. Go experience Dave's land. (laughs) Can we call it Dave land?
1: (laughs) Kombucha, kombucha land. (laughs) That name's never going away. And I'm, and for people that are going to, uh, to your event, I am so excited to meet you. And continue to share some of my my showers. It's going to be the, oh my gosh! I am I might be more excited than you, Allison. <laughs> I'm really excited to be coming this year.
0: And you know what, Dave? We actually sold out. So there's no more tickets available. So I know that we're going to make some people really create FOMO talking about this because they sold out in a few hours twice. Actually, we put them up for sale twice. The first time we sold out so quick that we decided to find another place that had more seats. We opened it up again and then sold out really fast again. So those that bought oh. the tickets, the first round congratulations, <laughs> you get to meet Dave.
1: Oh, man. Well, I, I, uh, I'm sorry for anybody that, <laughs> that did not buy their tickets, but I'm super excited for the people that did. And it's just another example of how you have to take action as quickly as possible in all okay. aspects of your life.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Awesome, Dave. Well, thank you so much. I'm so grateful that you came on here. Thank you for being on here with us.
1: Hey, this is fun. It's an absolute pleasure, Allison. thank you.
0: Well, that was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to Because I Can podcast. If you haven't already downloaded the Because I Can bundle, then head over to alisonjprince.com forward slash bundle. The only place you can get access to your personalized bundle. So head over there now and download it. I look forward to you joining next time on the Because I Can podcast. We'll see you then.